What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All podcast, All Things Geek. I am your host, Evan Swaffer. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. Lowering the microphone like a Michael Buffer. There you go. He does do that like a boss. Yeah. And that's it, because Chuck's got things happening, and he's not here. Indeed. And also, we're talking about PlayStation, so he generally just doesn't show up. Yeah, but he'd be able to gloat. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We are here. Uh, you'll be listening to this a little bit later, but we uh, uh, we are a couple hours removed from the first PlayStation showcase in two years. And we're here to talk all about it. And yep. our thoughts, we're going to go through the whole thing. Uh but first, how you doing, Josh? Uh, I've had better days. It's been a weird day just in general. I was really, really looking forward to this conference, and we'll get into that. But uh, got into the office, <coughs> started coughing so hard, as you may be able to hear, that my heart started hurting. Uh, so decided to work from home instead. And then, and then, decided, to, then decided to travel <laughs> a few days. Lost internet for a couple hours, couldn't finish my work day. Um, I ended up actually watching the conference on my phone because the internet went right back out after I told you it was fixed. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was great. That makes it worse. Yeah, you know, it's it's easier taking on a smaller screen. (laughs) Uh, but you had a shit things come in small packages better than a big, big old bag of shit. You had a big weekend though, previous to that. Just why I feel this way. Um, yeah, woke up. (coughs) <coughs> Sorry. That's so I went to a concert here in Chattanooga on Friday night and decided to leave before the final act came out, which may be a decision I regret. Maybe I don't, but I didn't want to make it too hard for me for the rest of the weekend. And I really wanted to see All Time Low, which was the closing band, but I really was going for the second act, which was Mayday Parade. Right. Um, I got to see them, and I just was, like, not in the best headspace Friday night, so I said I'm going to bail on the second act of this concert and head home, get ready for leaving super early Friday morning or Saturday morning. So me and my buddy drove to Atlanta and showed up at 10 a.m. for a 7 o'clock Doors concert for Coheed and Cambria. So we were there literally nine hours before the concert started and got to hang out. But your audio just went. Technical difficulties, folks. It's all good. Josh shifted his mic ever so slightly, and it just cratered. Now he's looking both pissed and flummoxed at the same time. We'll get back to it. Uh, anyways, Josh. Can you hear me now? Hey, there you went. We called that flummoxed. flummoxed sorry um but yeah so was there for like nine hours hanging out with all my friends from the cruise and from the other concerts in the area and we had a great show it was the last leg of or the last show of the first leg of the tour for them and it was at the tabernacle which is a venue that is like super important to coheed in atlanta and they played an extra song for us. We talked to the drummer beforehand, and he said he was trying to convince the guys to do it. It's like one of their staples, and they're not playing at this tour because they're playing a specific album in full. Um, they decided to do it. It was crazy cool. And then we 
decided to try and go to sleep at about two o'clock in the morning. We managed to stay at a friend's hotel and then wake up at five o'clock in the morning, three hours later, and drove to Daytona Beach, Florida, seven hours away. And we didn't get there till about four o'clock. And then we got to see a bunch of different bands. And me and my buddy were the only ones who stayed all the way to the end to see all of Tool Set. Um, had a panic attack in the middle of Tool Set, which was great. <coughs> and then recovered just in time to not go to sleep and drive straight on through in the morning and got back to Atlanta or to Ringgold here at about nine, almost 10 o'clock in the morning and then slept for 24 hours straight. Yeah, that's why you're sick. Yeah. We're going to do it all again this weekend, but this time in Atlantic City. It's the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, it was very, like, the tool set was really cool, but I had a serious moment of, like, panic. It was, like, <clears throat> the end of the night, we were skipping the Deftones, because I don't care about the Deftones, never have, don't like them. Um, and they, they were, like, the second to last act, the final act for the whole four-day festival was Tool, and I had never seen them, and I would like to. And we get there, and suddenly, like, my anxiety goes through the roof, because... <clears throat> I realized the entirety of the Daytona Motor Speedway is going to be filled with people all going to the same concert suddenly, um, instead of it being spread around five different stages like it was all day long. And right. then it was going to let out, and everyone was going to leave the parking lot at the same time. And it took us two hours to park, and I had to pee for an hour beforehand. So I was already, like, anxious about getting out of there. Ended up crazy it took us like five minutes to get out of the parking lot despite everybody leaving at once it was way more organized than it was getting in there you go. and yeah but for like the first i would say like 15 minutes in then like the next 30 minutes i literally could not physically force myself to move i saw my buddy kept getting like further and further ahead in the crowd and i started feeling like abandonment and like really like panic and freaked out and this is almost a year and a half after that happened to me kind of in um, Albuquerque at a concert, but it was like one of those things. Eventually he, he came back and like put his arm around me. He asked if we needed to leave. I said, no. And like, it eventually calmed down. We got out of there and it was fine, but it really freaked me out. Yeah. And That's what like, uh, Memphis in May is like that. When three, six, plus. <laughs> like, yeah. Memphis in May is a bunch of different concerts happening, obviously. And then uh, 3-6, which is like the hometown boys of Memphis plays. And the entire, like everybody in the world, like fucking converges on the 3-6 thing. And then it's fucking chaos. Yeah, it was was just Memphis is fucking chaos anyway. (laughs) Combined with the fact that you got Tool up there. So it's already like incredibly like melodic, melancholic sounding music. There right. are crazy ass visuals going on. <clears throat> you got Maynard standing up on stage with fake tits on because we're in Florida and you know the trans bills just passed and he's Maynard and so he's gonna be fucking loud about it. Right. Um and like it just was like one of those holy shit moments. This is all fucking crazy and weird, and it just threw me. Um and like it was funny because earlier in the day, uh, one of my favorite artists, grandson, who I was supposed to see on Tuesday, but just didn't have the energy. Um, he like was playing right as we arrived. And I thought I was heading to the stage where he was, but they were playing. So basically with the two main stages, they were alternating 45 minute blocks. So it was like one person, one band would play. And then five minutes later on the main stage, the other main stage, another band would play. And while they're setting up for the next band, they would play what's on the main stage on the screens. 
And so I got to, I walked toward the screen showing grandson and I got there and it was fine. Cause that's where Coheed was going to play, <clears throat> but I didn't get to see him technically live. I watched him on the screen, but this one right. he brought up right before he did like his big closing song, he brought up DeSantis and everything. And it was real interesting being in a Florida crowd for something like that. Cause it was like, actually the majority of people were supportive of him being like negative toward DeSantis, which was, you know, for me refreshing. But um, when he started talking about DeSantis being like anti-gay and anti-trans and anti-woke, there was definitely like a 10% or more portion of the crowd that clapped for DeSantis. And I was like, Oh yeah, man, you're still in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I mean, interesting. a lot of people are not from Florida that are going to be down there, but yes. I mean, I mean, without getting <coughs> Santos has been not good on social issues, but it's been very good for the economy of Florida. So there's a weird like microcosm of like conflicting things going on at all times down there. And yeah, but with that, you've got more of a young crowd that's coming even from out of state for a concert and just a younger crowd in general is going to be tend to be more against that. But yeah, it would be weird having two different groups there. All loving one thing, but then you have something that splits them like that. Yeah, that'd be weird. And it would also make me worried in a group like that, like somebody does something fucking stupid. Yeah, luckily, I mean, well, not luckily, actually, now that I think about it, it was super easy to get into. Like there was no weapons check or anything. I mean, there was metal detectors, but. Yeah, but you're not. You never know. They're not like with a fine tooth comb or anything like that. <coughs> no, sorry. I am apparently going to be coughing the entire. No, you're good. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Well, I'm glad. For the most part, you had a good trip, though. So I did. Um, yeah. I've uh, I've had a rough two weeks myself. We're going to start this on a roll. I, my cat, Barry, died. Hey, who died? Was, yeah. Sorry to I, hear that, bud. I appreciate it. That was rough. Um, it just, he was perfectly fine, and then he wasn't. And it, it was rough. And he was a cat I've had for eight years now. And... You know, it, it sucks. You know, it becomes a part of your family. And it's the first time I've had to experience death with two kids in the house. Um, yeah. Love him. And I've had to kind of start talking about death and stuff like that. So that really freaking sucked. Um, but a week later, I did find one of my white whale bourbons uh, below MSRP. So that was awesome. Oh, which one? Um... I got uh, a Purple Top Willet, which is an eight-year special reserve Willet. They're extremely hard to find in the wild, and I did. And it was cheaper than MSRP, which is very expensive. It was still very expensive, and I wouldn't tell my wife that I spent that much money on bourbon, but I was like, oh, this is this is a crazy find. <coughs> Hell yeah. I'll have to pay for a taste. There you go. That's going to be broke up on a special occasion, so... That's fair. We need a special occasion to happen. Anyways, um, let's get out to, of the... To commemorate both Barry White and Tina Turner in the same week. Yeah, Tina Turner did die. Hey, who died? Tina Turner. Rolling on the river sticks now. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no way that's you. I know somebody else had to have said it. I have not heard that. For, I guarantee I'm not the only person to say it, but I have not heard that from anyone. Oh, my God. That <laughs> took me off guard. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, we're going to hell. I'm pretty proud of it, I got to say, but I don't know. I, I got to think someone else. I don't else know that you that. should be proud of it, but I understand being proud of it. 
God, man. Oh man. Anyways, hey, let's let's bring it up a notch. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the PlayStation Showcase, which we have waited for for two years, Joshua. Two years. And the last one was a banger and a half. Widely regarded as, if not the best, one of the best in the S tier of showcases that we've ever seen. From any there not, with like Year of Dreams 2015 year. E3. Yeah, I agree. And two, in my opinion, two years ago, Xbox had one of the best showcases ever. They had a, they had a very good one. Um, I, I'm struggling to even think of it. I feel like those are the three. Outside of maybe just the single Nintendo Direct about the Breath of the Wild reveal for the first time. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe it's just the moment that I remember, but the Twilight Princess reveal E3. Yeah, the, that was a huge thing. The pop, the, the pop for that was insane. But like, as far as whole conferences go, for me, it's kind of a distant third, but belonging in the same tier would be Xbox from two years ago, and then the Year of Dreams, and uh, and then the two years ago showcase. So, um, so I want to go. We're gonna because we would just keep stepping all over it we're gonna go piece by piece through every bit of thing announced it's kind of what we think what it is and but first off i want to do overall impressions and i was afraid i was alone like josh is uh for us if for some reason this is your first time listening josh is mainly playstation he's a playstation fan none of I'm us not- are the console like fanboys online but yeah, i'm actually like my whole life I've been Nintendo at heart, but modern games, yeah, I am PlayStation. Yes, absolutely. I am more of the jack-of-all-trades out of the three of us. Um, I <coughs> Xbox when it's on multiple systems, just mainly, and it's controller and UI online interfaces for me. I, I love every system, uh, but I tend to lean Xbox, but I love all. And I hate, for all my shit I give him, if you know Tim Geddes of Kind of Funny, the way he... I love hype moments, and I love fucking hype showcases, and I was you gotta, fucking you gotta excited get, for today. You gotta get past the Tim Geddes hate. Once I, you get used to him... He's also matured a little bit. He doesn't yes. annoy me in the way he used to. I respect the hell out of him. I really do. Remember how I used to feel about Snow Bicycle Michael? The great yeah. been alive? Now, I think he's pretty great. <laughs> But I didn't used to. <clears throat> you got to be the same way with Tim. That's but right. no, I was, yeah. they, and maybe it was really, I mean, it was Jeff Grubb, and it was kind of funny that, like, had me all bought in on the hype. Because I had said to you, like, last week before yeah, this got know. announced, that I was like, I was like, this is kind of feeling like they're waiting to announce it, if they announce it, and do it at all, to, like, a week beforehand. They're not, like, hyping it up. I don't know that this is going to be something crazy. And then it was announced, and, like, Everyone was like, this is going to be the next phase for PlayStation. We're going to get this and this and this. And, like, we're guaranteeing this many minutes about this game. And Yeah. And yeah. It, <clears throat> how does what happened today happen? How? I, so I tried to take them all with a grain of salt. But there were legit reporters like Grubb, like Jez Corden, <clears throat> who is Windows Central and Xbox, but is known for, like, he's, yeah. he's pretty unbiased. And he is a... He get he has legit sources, and even after this, you know, both give our raw feelings. He was like, I heard a lot of stuff, but I'm glad I didn't go into specifics. He said, he said almost everything I heard that they had looked at to do for this showcase, he was like, none of it was there. He was like, Metal Gear was, and that was it. And um, what did he hear? And what are they gonna? 
I don't know. My guess is just none of it's far enough along the show. But, I mean, the problem is – so just the overall thoughts on this. This was an okay show. This would have been a really good state of play. But for a showcase after two years – when there are reports from legitimate reporters that are saying Jim Ryan is going to wants to make a statement with this. He wants to show Sony's next phase. This wasn't it. This was a good, not great state of play. But for a showcase with a two-year absence that's supposed to be showing what your next phase of what your next part of the the second middle part of the life, the middle ages of the PS5, because we've got through the first stage. There's going to be a last stage. This is supposed to set the next two to three years. I don't think this was it. And I mean, I mentioned to you offline, I maybe they're just now hitting their kind of COVID thing, or maybe just, I mean, scheduling wise, it can happen, but I just don't think they've got a lot to show. And I think there may be why we're seeing them money hat. Uh, and to their credit, they should uh, stuff like they, they're outbidding Xbox or just throwing a lot of money for Square Enix just to give them, Final Fantasy 16, which looks fucking incredible. They're give, they've got exclusive Street Fighter 6. I mean, that's not a bad move if you don't have stuff, and maybe they don't have stuff. They have Spider-Man, and that's great, and that closed the show. I thought Spider-Man would open the show, and then we'd get another tent pole in the middle, and then, like, two tent poles at the end. Yeah. Um, that. This was a monster show the first year of the pandemic. Mm. Like, this would have been a, holy shit, how could they put this together type show if it was still in the middle and the first year, really, of the pandemic. But now that we are, I hate to say it, on the other side, for better or worse. I mean, we are. We're, you know, people are back in offices. People are working full time on games and everything else. Like, the fact that like Sony has so many PlayStation Studios, right? That the PlayStation Studios branding, um, we we don't know. I'm not expecting to see the next thing from Santa Monica. Their big game just released last year. Yeah, it wasn't either. We don't know what the next thing from Naughty Dog looks like, and the last thing from Naughty Dog was 2020. We Sorry. know what it's supposed to be, right? Um, we don't know what. Next year's Insomniac game looks like, but we know that it's coming. Supposedly. Insomniac is fucking carrying Sony right now. They are. Um, and thank God for them, because every game's a banger. Yeah. But, like, most, if not almost all, of what was shown today could have been shown on anyone else's show floor. Like, it wasn't exclusive content. It wasn't Sony well, made games. And it's less than half, right? There's 37 announcements or whatever. But again, like the other ones were like super small titles or indie, and like some of them were really cool. They were. Uh, there was, there a, was lot a lot of, of stuff that a I liked. A lot of small stuff, though. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that I liked, and some stuff that got me genuinely very, very excited. And we'll go through it, I'm sure. But like, yeah. the fact that the last showcase ended with, and here is a run of PlayStation Studios games and it's going to be Gran Turismo and then it's going to be Spider-Man and then it's going to be fucking Wolverine and then it's going to finish with a God of War and like the only thing we got was the actual really impressive gameplay for Spider-Man looks yeah, fantastic fucking dope and we'll I go can't believe how good that game looks I can't wait for it but like and then to not only not give us like do that but not give us a date on it 
and not talk about any of your other first-party studios. Like, you show a Bungie game that's a remake of an old game that is, you own Bungie. And I know they said this from the start, but, like, it's not an exclusive game. Yeah. Like. That shocked the hell out of me. How? You show two new studios games, but they are. Show nothing. In theory only. Like, one it's of them. Dated 2024. Like, kind of a tone set. Which is why I think there's like a there's got to be a September showcase. That's when the last big one hit. There has to be another one of these. I think. I, I mean, where else do they show any of this shit? In a year. But if they're stuff and dated for 2024, they announce it. It's not. I don't. I mean, it's announced, but I don't think it will be. I I bet one of these games. I think you see at uh, at the Game Awards. Um, I think you get your first gameplay probably of Haven's uh, Studios. Uh, a new game, the thing they open with. Uh, um, uh, fair, fair, game. fair games. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the longest short of this is four first-party studio games were shown, and three of them were CGI only, and two of them were short, nothing trailers. That's not what I expect from Sony. That's what a bad year of Xbox uh, looks like, usually. Yeah, um, that's what last year was when they knew they didn't have any games and they did the 12 month thing, which was a mistake in my opinion. This is exactly how I felt after last year when Xbox has over 20 studios themselves, possibly 30 coming and last year. And they were like, oh, we're not close. But Phil finally realized, hey, we got to show gameplay. And they showed a shit ton of gameplay and it was supposed to be all in 12 months. And not all. I mean, he even has admit that was a fucking miss. And I out of everything they could have shown, I came away. I was like, we didn't see shit. Last year, I mean, there was a few highlights, and I was excited, just like this. But I mean, I feel the exact same way after this. I'm just not used to that from Sony, especially not after a two-year thing. Like, the first-party, huge single-player shit is what Sony fucking lives on. I mean, it's, yeah. I know they're making a not a shift, but a push into live service and PC stuff, and that was evident from this. But they didn't show it in the right way, in my opinion. No, <coughs> they very much didn't. And it, I don't know, yeah, it's, it is, like, I've, I've said it, it's fucking depressing. Like, thank God I've got Zelda right now. Oh, like, fuck, man. We might end the show just talking about, giving a one-week impression of Zelda. Or I 10. mean, for real, because, like, I could, I could talk for ten hours right now. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've played near the amount you have, and, I, and I've, I'm and i just in love. Yeah, I can't. I started watching my hero's path mode at the fastest speed, and I, man, no, I was like, oh, I'm I'm gonna be here for a while. And every single time I hear Link scream and a little X show up on my map, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I I tell you what. All right, so before we what, uh, let's do let's do letter grades. Uh, what what grade do you give this showcase? Uh, um. All things considered, like including like where you think they should be. So disappointment, but actual quality of game. Like, what do you think? <coughs> Independently, with all the announcements, a C. Um, factoring in what it should have been in hype, D. Yeah, I mean, I'm a. I'll say C plus because I think there's a lot of quality stuff here. But if you factor. Uh, two year absence. What a showcase has been established to be. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really disappointing, but there's too much quality there. Spider-Man alone gives you a C, and then there's a few other highlights that give me a C plus. But yeah, let's like, not, 
yeah, if, if if I'm only grading the top five, like there's there's borderline A content in there. Yeah, Spider Man's going to be one of the best games to come out this year. I don't think and, anything. I mean, we're not going to go into yeah. it. Nothing has a prayer beating Zelda for no, game like anybody's thing. And I um, you know, I said this like as we were leading up to what we thought or what I thought was going to be like the here comes the Sony first party showcase was like I don't like that method that methodology of putting together. Like it was fun last time. Yeah, I would prefer that like you're you drop something big at the beginning. You spread it out, man. Two games, then another big one, then a few more games, and then either your closer or like a small to mid tier, and then your closer. Like I like it better when it's all spread out instead of being like, all right, now the end of our showcase is going to be all of our shit and all the rest of the stuff. That was just like the lead up, and the fact that they didn't even get to do that, and it was just a lot of like cool little announcements, but. Nobody's going to fucking go to bat for the pirate cat game you showed for 30 seconds. That's fair. I mean, there are some people that will, but they shouldn't. Even though, like, no no disrespect to that game. I actually think it looks cute and fun, and I'm probably going to play it. That's now, well, that's that's the pirate cat game. The, oh, the no, 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 I think we're going to play is the... You're talking about Revenant Hill. To, yeah, the one where you're trying to become a witch's familiar, by the way. That's what that game is about. Yeah, I'm in on that game. No, it's so ridiculous. I can't fucking. I'll pull up the um, description <laughs> while you go through the beginning. Yeah, that that's in a while. All right, so let's run through it. Uh, we're just gonna go game by game, announcement by announcement. <coughs> Not gonna spend a ton of time on any of them except for the ones that deserve it. Um, and what? And I would have thought this would be one of the big things. Um, Haven Studios uh, finally revealed what they're working on. It's called Fair Games. Um, it is. It is a live service multiplayer PvP game. It looks it, like it is a Ubisoft game. It is, yeah. Well, and this is so Haven has been acquired by PlayStation. They were funding them anyways. It makes mm-hmm. sense they acquired them. This is a studio headed by Jade Raymond, uh, who famously is one of the creators of Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. This game legit just looks like Watch Dogs except multiplayer. This looks like it's. So it's hard to judge. We saw a CG thing. It looks almost like a bombastic, like millennial version of like what we're supposed to be getting in Contraband, which is a thing that may or may not exist, and we'll see it at Xbox. Yeah. Which is a multiplayer like heist, like co-op thing in a live service world. This looks like a game that won't exist in five years to me. No, it, this game is going. I mean, it could, but no. A lot of these, and a lot of, like, some of these announcements feel like they are the uh, live service games announcements that they've been talking about, and they're far more into the live service um, genre than I thought they would be. Like, we talked about that in our, our like, lead-up to this. Yeah, and truly, they just need one to hit for all the money to work, but I don't know. Introducing Fair Games, a competitive heist experience coming to PS5 and PC. Yeah, that sounds a lot like what we're going to see from Contraband at some point. Yeah, correct? it's and sounds I don't like know. Payday as well, maybe. Like yeah, all of these are in the Payday genre and hopefully building on what they do. I've always been intrigued yeah. by Payday, um, and mm-hmm. I, we might have a shit ton of fun with this. I don't know because we didn't see any gameplay, even though it's supposed to be next year. That is insane to me. Yeah. Um, Helldivers 2 uh, was the next thing shown, and this honestly looks really fun. I've never, I've never played Helldivers. I always wanted to. The first one is beloved, um, but I, this 
this was a solid second game for me. I, I I think it looked solid. I was just shocked that hate. I was still kind of in shock that what they opened the show with at this point. But to Helldivers' credit, like I thought it looked solid. Like I thought the first two announcements were good. Like I mean, again, not knowing what was coming. Like opening with one of your new third parties, and yeah, it kind of sucks that we're looking at it as like gameplay void, right? And yeah. <clears throat> still felt like a cool tone setter and like, you know, an idea of like, okay, well, if we're starting with one of those and maybe there is something to, you know, look forward to. Helldivers, I think, looks freaking fun as hell. Like, is, it, really is Helldivers this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, yes. Okay. I'm yeah, they sure. needed, I couldn't, I, I forgot to write down the data. I tried to write down dates where I saw them, but That's like I said, I was. PS5 and PC in 2023. Day and date with PC, I wonder? I believe so, yeah. Interesting. Um, and then we saw Immortals of Avium, uh, which is hitting in like six weeks. Uh, this is an EA original. Um, mm-hmm. It's been revealed before to an extent, and then there was a leak of the gameplay that we just we saw at the thing. This looks pretty cool. I would not be shocked if it's fucking terrible. Um, it looks like fast pace, um, um, Ghostwire Tokyo, but like in a mm fantasy setting instead of like ghosts in japan um i don't know finger magic which always intrigues me but this could be bad right oh absolutely it could be real bad um is there a chance this game's really good (coughs) there's a chance this game exists for a month yeah that's a good way to put it i just don't think i'm going to be done with zelda who's going to play this like I'm already going to miss the start date of Diablo, which I really want to try and get into. Um, but I'm going to start a month later and everybody else because I've got at least five more weeks of Zelda coming, at least. Yeah. And then I really want to play Final Fantasy. And it's my first Final Fantasy game I'm going to hopefully get into. And I don't know. That's getting into a bigger picture of games. I don't know. This game just is going to get lost in the shuffle. It absolutely will. Um, if I make time for anything else, it would be Oxen Free too. That's fair. There's a lot that's still supposed to come out this year. <laughs> this game, this year's fucking insane. Like, if, like, Starfield is a huge-ass game that hits, and Spider-Man is what we all think it will be, and maybe Hellblade 2 hits this year, and then there's a couple other big-ass things that could happen. There's like, this could no easily chance. be the best year of games ever. No chance Stalker comes out, right? Stalker? Nah, I... I, I I want to say yes for their sake, but I mean hmm. I don't know. I, there's a I mean there's there's a legit bad fucking war still happening there, and I just don't know. Um. All right. Uh. Hmm. Possibly cool. Ghost Runner two. Yeah. Never Ghost Runner. This is a 2023 game. Uh, this looked fun. First person. Uh, blade and like almost like uh uh parkour why am i forgetting uh <coughs> edge style kind of thing yeah. um it looked fun i've never played i've never honestly uh, full of transparency i've never heard of the first one but this looked dope uh, i watched the videos of the first one it's very similar the motorcycle's new um but yeah it's very very fast paced wall running sliding jumping like quick kill melee combat like it was a lot of fun apparently um my system could run it now, but not back then. And coming to PS5, like it's another good one. It's another fun one, but you know, this is very multi- small title. Multi-platform. I'm hoping 
that this is a uh, either Game Pass game or PlayStation Plus like extra game. Yeah. Oh, I need to get Humanity. I need to download that. Do you? I want to play it. I like those games. I like the concept of it. I've never, I've never played it. Like the whole thing is like very meta and weird to me, and yeah. I don't understand it. I want to play Planet of Lana. Yeah, I've heard that's good. Yeah. Uh, duh, 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 duh. All right. So now I would say one of the best things of the show, even though I doubt it's going to be for me, is Phantom Blade Zero. Man. Um, Souls games. Yeah, kind of, but I don't know that it is. Um, I hope it's. I hope it's more action game than Souls game. So there was a very like kind of funny red, like a very interesting kind of a blog post breakdown of the developer. Um, the, mm-hmm. like the developer started out with um <clears throat> like mobile games. Hang on, what's, what's this called that? again? Phantom Blade. Phantom Blade Zero, like number zero, not spelled. Let me see if I can find the information real quick. Hmm. Very, at first I thought it was like a feudal game. It looked black and white and kind of top down. I was like, is this good trick to Yomi? Oh, <coughs> uh, yeah, right. It, uh, it started with, it all started with an indie game that I made myself with RPG Maker back in 2010. It was named Rainblood Town of Death. The process of making it was an escape. <laughs> Right. The difficulties. Yeah, right. Right. Um, it was an escape from the difficulties and frustrations life threw at me when I was studying architecture first in Beijing, then in New Haven. Then I returned to China and founded S Game to make more games. Rainblood grew into a whole franchise, and uh, picked up a new name, Phantom Blade. Um, hmm. Phantom Blade Zero: The Spiritual Rebirth of the Original Rainblood. Interesting, man. It's, that dude needs a generator. They're calling it Kung Fu Punk. Oh, I hate that. I love so it. Much. Fucking hate that so much. Um, I mean, it looks cool as shit. It looks cool. I just, if it's Soulsborne, I don't know if it'll be for me. It's There's so little Soulsborne I can get into. Like, I really want to get into Laza P because I like the concept so much, but I struggle with Soulsborne gameplay. Make fun of me at will, internet, but I just, it's not my thing. We are huge fish. We are huge fans of the hack and slash genre. Ooh, now uh, there you go. Stellar titles like Devil May Cry or Ninja Gaiden are insanely exhilarating with their huge arsenals and moves and lightning fast pace. However, mm. they are not for everyone. What's more popular today is strategic action games such as Souls Likes and Monster Hunter. Mm. Uh, they choose to slow things down or not to give a player time or more time for strategic thinking but that approach doesn't convey the kind of action fest we have in mind namely the sleek breathtaking moves of kung fu movies in the 1990s oh shit so this sounds way more devil may cry lucky for us during the decade of making mobile games we learned to simplify things in flavor or in favor of touchscreens giving players a way to execute elaborate chain moves with a minimum of uh, amount of button mashing as it turns out with some tweaks this mechanism works well on controllers there yeah, it sounds interesting, right? We're on. Does that kind of like make you worried, though? Li- that's what I was saying, right? A little worried is like, how simplified is it? Um, is it like gonna be mostly quick time? Is it gonna be like simple button presses that do? Because there's a lot of it that look like really cool canned animations, right? It looked like this, like we're running up the wall and we're like spinning and jumping over the band, like over this railing, and then like coming down with a slash. 
um, I don't know. It says we're honored to have Mr. Kenji Tanagaki as our action director. Kenji-san is responsible for mesmerizing fighting scenes in classic kung fu movies. Many of our ideas and are inspired by his early works. And Phantom Blade Zero, his role is to demonstrate each design move, which is then captured with a camera matrix for reference by our animation artists. You're so, your, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, you can, you can button match your way through an action game for the most part, right. like, like Devil May Cry. But, well, some of the Devil May Cry, some of them are legit fucking hard. But it... There's incentive to do it well, and to do that combat well is fucking hard, and I love it. Like, I don't know if that's like my peak genre, but it's a, if it's not, it's, a, it's one, you know I am yeah, absolutely on the podcast. Like that's my thing uh, out of all of us more than anybody. And if it's that, let's fucking go because the aesthetic of this game was dope, and it was a really good trailer. And a nice surprise. So I initially said Souls-like as well when I first saw it, but, like, it even, the, even the running at the beginning of the trailer and whatnot when it's gameplay, like it, it it looks more like an action game. It does than, like, mm-hmm. a straight... Like, if anything, it's more Sekiro than it is anything else in the Souls genre, which is a more, like, fluid-based action, so... I didn't think we'd spend this much time on it, but it really does. It's the I mean, most intriguing game, probably. It's one of the three, It's one of the three biggest games they, sh- the biggest things like, they yeah. show. Like without a doubt, I don't think there's every single like breakdown that I've seen. I haven't got to look as much as I want to. I want to watch kind of mm-hmm. funny thing. We're kind of funny fans. Um, the, this is the top three for ever for literally every single yeah. person I've seen so far. Um, in your top three. Maybe mine for this. Um, I don't pop forward as hard as you, uh, but Sword of the Sea, which is from Guy. Is is it the studio? It's not the studio that did Journey, but it's from the same guy. So it's not from. I don't think it's from Genova Chen, which is the guy, the 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 developer behind um, that game company. Same artist, I think, though, right? There are many. Yes, there are people who worked at that game company on Journey, who then formed Giant Squid, I think, and they did Abzu and yeah. Abzu and um, one other game that we played. Um, yeah, hang on. Sword of the Sea from Giant Squid. Let's see. I really felt like there was one other thing. Anyways. Um, this, At first, I thought it straight up was Journey 2. Like, it I mean, looks like a spiritual successor yes. to Journey. Um, yeah, I mean, straight up, it, it, it just does. Which is a top ten game of all time. The Pathless. Pathless, thank you, I yes. I love the Pathless at launch. So, th- yeah, yeah this looks like a spiritual successor to one of your top ten games of all time. <clears throat> Very much so. Um, and I thought it looked, like, super dope. Like, the beginning of this looks straight up like the area is the surfing from Journey. Like, I thought it was Journey 2. Like, I would, like, I wrote, I think I was, like, a few seconds ahead of you, and I was like, oh. I just wrote, oh. I was like, oh, Josh is about to <laughs> just fucking lose his mind. Yeah. And then, like, uh, when I showed the characters, like, okay, this isn't Journey. But, hell yeah, sn- like, snowboard on the fucking giant swords. Hell yeah. It looked like a mixture of Journey and Hyperlight Drifter. A little bit, yeah. Which I would be very in for. Mm. Um, the Talos Principle 2, sure. Yeah, uh, I feel like we've seen it a couple times. Talos Principle is a niche but popular game that I have never played, and I feel like... I would not nah. was all right, but I yeah. didn't pop hard for that. But 
solid game. I think that one's multi-platform. Um, and then we got uh, Neva. Um, I don't know the studio. Uh, no, this is the people that did Grease. Is yeah. it Neva? I think it's Neva. Okay. Um, very beautiful, <coughs> artsy as fuck Josh and Evan game that Chuck would fucking hate. Absolutely. I'm very, uh, very here for this game. I loved Grease or Gree. And, it, uh, God damn, I pronounced all their games wrong. <laughs> I think it's Gree. I really, honestly have no idea, but the style of this looks so fucking cool. Yeah, the wolf gets fucking eaten by monsters, and then he gets a little baby born. And yeah. I, I like it. It's very beautiful. I feel like this is an RT game that would make mm. me cry, and I'm here for it. I'm surprised it was at a showcase, and that's kind of my was my point. Uh, but there are certain... When I say that, it would like... I do want to make that clear. When we talk about disappointment in the showcase, that doesn't mean we're shitting on games. It just is more about the placement of them. Like I think this is there's always a place it's about for the games. overall package and the the what's missing more than it is what was there. A hundred percent. I Neva or Neva, whatever it is, I hope to play you. You come, you are coming in 2024, and I hope you're <coughs> just, yeah. just don't be that one game I hate with the ballerina. Bound is bound. Yeah, bound. Man, fuck that game. Um, is right. It was not alright. I will I will die on this hill, Josh. Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean. No. There's so many people that listed this in their top three games from this showcase. Cat Quest. It was like 30 seconds long. I I'm Man. not joking. Hmm. Man, like, really? A lot of people are excited. I don't get it. It's a multi-platform game that looks very hmm. simple. And again, there's places for this. Good on the creators of this game. I really hope it's an awesome fucking game. What the fuck? This is a show. This I, I expected if they had done a montage of like a bunch of indies, I would expect it in that. Uh, but sure, whatever. I like cats and I like pirates and let's go. Uh, I can't even search for this game and find <laughs> it. I'm getting Cat Quest 1, Cat Quest 2, not Pirates of the Caribbean. I really enjoy Purby, though. That that gets me. Um, now, in a game that looks actively bad and may get sued, Foam Stars. I can't believe they fucking showed whatever the hell this was. Square just straight up said, fuck it. <coughs> We're making our own with Foam. You like raves in the early 2000s? This looks terrible. Nintendo multipla- or, uh, multiplayer shooters? Foam parties with fucking foam. It looks god-awful. I will bet my house that this doesn't exist in three years. Like, those servers will be not not shut down, maybe blown up. Oh, man. That's, it's, it is incredible that they decided to fucking show this. That was the first moment I went, uh-oh. I was like, <laughs> I was like... <coughs> We've seen some. We just talked. We liked several of these games. I didn't have the hype moment, and I was like, I feel like we're almost halfway through the show. What's happening? And then that got shown. I was like, Oh no! Well, because like you saw me when when it said Square Enix, I was like, Oh, here we fucking go! I was like, Yeah, Yeah, no, no, yeah. But I do want to say Final Fantasy VII Mm -hmm. remake. Yeah, that wasn't there. I'm aware. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
pretty fucking happy about this. Although, give me a date, I'd feel a lot better. But still, 2023, the plucky squire. This game looks fucking good. Yeah, it does. I'm but very excited for that game. I haven't watched the original trailer since we watched this. Was that much different than the original trailer? Very much now. Like I, I if you told me it was the same trailer, I would believe. In all honesty, like what more is there to show? I I'm kind of you know with I mean? you. If you're gonna show it, then give me a date. You've already told me it was 2022. <laughs> you know. Yes, absolutely. Like they didn't need 15 trailers for Tunic. You know what I mean? Like. Absolutely not. One trailer for Tunic, you know what Tunic is. This is that kind of game. You, mm-hmm. you know, you're going through the storybook and you're bouncing out of the storybook, which is cutesy 2D animation to right. really looks cutesy great. um Link's Awakening style toy animation. And yeah. like In and Out looks fantastic, totally here for it. It's fucking Link's Awakening meets um the Link to the Past sequel in Spirit. What the fuck was that one called? Between Worlds. Yeah, Between Worlds. It's yeah. basically that. Like, you're going from 2D or, like, you know, the Mario Odyssey part where you could go into, like, classic Mario shit. Yeah, 2.5. I'm so yeah. here for this game. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's going to be a 95 on Open Critic this year. Uh, that make it the second highest rated game of all time, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going for. Right. You're going to have so many negative points. Yeah, man. That would suck. Yeah, this Chuck's fucked with Armored Core, hopefully. If Armored Core legit comes out, then yes, it's probably really fucked. <coughs> I think we're going to find... Uh, we're, I, we should probably see more of Armored Core at Summer Game Fest, because, you know... I think we're going to see that, and we're going to see the Elden Ring DLC. Maybe. I'm not for this year, but we may see it. Um, what else does Sony have? <laughs> So negative. Uh, Teardown. Thank you. I was going to say, bring up the next game so I can look up something other than fucking foam stars on my fucking computer. Teardown. Blow up all the pixels. Um, I don't know. This looks cool. I don't know what exactly it is. It's been around for a while on uh, PC. Oh, yeah? Or at least, um, yeah. No, it's been actually out. The original release date was hmm, 2020. Okay, so um, this is people com- love this game. Okay, good. It's coming. This is uh, all platforms: uh, PS4 and mm-hmm. PS5 and Xbox. Just Xbox. On my everything works on Xbox when it comes to Xbox. Uh, uh, yeah, I I'll I'll fool around with this game. I assume this game it probably ends up free on streaming services, uh, which is awesome. Quote unquote, free, we pay for it. Mm. It just seems like that style of game. Um, <coughs> I would like to play it, and I hope I like it, and that's probably the last time we'll ever talk about it, in all honesty. Yep, boxes uh, blow up. Voxels go boom. Yes. This is, and then the mid, mm. like, supposedly the mid-10 boy, and this is a big thing. It leaked, and it turned out to be true. Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, remake uh, is real, and I think they, yeah, I think it was completely an underwhelming announcement. They very much, I mean, which to be fair, they got fucked by leaks. They did, but um, but have more. Yeah, and maybe that's on Square, but it was at the Sony show, so you get graded by that. And Konami, by the way. Oh shit, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Metal Gear, Metal, Metal Gear Delta, Snake Eaters, with their. Is that it? Mm. Because they showed a fucking. Everybody was really mad about that fucking triangle. Yes, Delta. So Metal, it, Gear, De- Metal Gear Delta Snake, Snake Eater. Eater is what they're calling it. So this is and a like, 
Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater remake. Complete and, remake. Yeah, com- like, think new Resident mm. Evil, where it's a remake, like, complete new controls, complete new graphics. It's the original game, but and they've even said they'll add in modernized elements to it. So this is what Resident Evil has been doing, what Capcom's been doing with Resident Evil. And it's been a huge fucking success. And I really think they should probably do it with all of uh, Metal Gear, because if they did, I would probably play the whole thing, because I've actually never played a Metal Gear game outside of Metal Gear 5, and I was, like, literally screaming at my TV, what the fuck is happening? Um, I've never played a single Metal Gear game, and I would very much like to, and they're doing the the collection, collection again, which, no, but I guarantee that, like, don't guarantee, but I feel like they're going to do the remakes Capcom style, but in chronological order, because Snake Eater is the earliest. This is, like, Vietnam War era stuff. Interesting. So, um, I... I, I would be in for that. Yeah, and then I would probably go to Metal Gear Solid, then two, then three, then four, then, sorry, then, then four, then five. Sorry. Four, then five. So, okay, so I would, I hope that's the case. I hope you're, I haven't actually heard that yet. I would like that. They did announce right after this the Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume One, which makes me think it's like, I guess yeah, and that's getting, got one, it's got one, two, and three on it. But again, yeah. it's not like the originals. So like, nah, I don't want that. If you're going to yeah. give me three with, like, the like new back. everything, and they've even and then, said, like, it's it's very much a remake. Like, it is taking the same story and bringing it to um, modern gameplay techniques and, and everything. Like, I'm very much in for that. I yeah, want it. <coughs> I want it for the rest of the series if I'm going to get into it. Complete CG trailer for this was shocking, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and that could just be how close or how far along they are. Um, but like the fact that Konami didn't say who is developing it, they barely yeah. put their name on it. Which it is Blue Point the one working on this? Are they this working is not on Blue Point? Because Blue Point's Sony owned now. So Sony, and this is not Sony. This is not exclusive. This is multiple. You're right. It's, that's <laughs> an excellent point. Yeah, you're right. It's not. So what? What the fuck is Blue Point working on? That's again another thing. It's supposed uh, to be something wholly original. They say. Interesting. Um, I mean, I'm here for that. They're an amazing studio, at least at what they've been doing. Um, Yeah, I don't know, but this does excite me. I saw another thing. Um, The people that had sources that reported this, especially the ones that said, no, this is actually multi-platform, and they're right, this is coming to Xbox as well, um, say, oh, if they were right about that, then that probably means, holy shit, we're getting a new Castlevania. I'm here for that. I didn't expect that. I was hoping for that. I didn't expect it. Um, so, but I hope that that's, that's coming in the future. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I'm with you. As long as I, it doesn't get swallowed up by some other games, I, I'd be very interested in a, in the Metal Gear Delta like remake thing. I I would like to play a modern version of that. Metal Gear Solid Five was awesome. Like the gameplay. I was just I had less than zero clue what in the world was happening it was so weird like cutscenes were fair, like, what happened in death stranding i can kind of tell you it doesn't make sense but i can kind of tell you in this i was literally screaming at my tv like mm. it was 20 minute long cutscenes that looked gorgeous and i was like i don't understand it was so weird <laughs> tower of i Ag- Agh- no thanks. 
This, we even you said this was a game that looks like it should be an indie game and is an indie game that was being made into way more than it should be. This is a game where you are trying to climb on big ass beasts and rebuild an ancient civilization, and I, it doesn't look awesome. But if it was for you, more power to you. Um, but for me, I don't think Sony was even for it because they flashed the name of that for like a half a second so fast i literally didn't see how to spell the last of it and had to google for five minutes to find out what in the fuck the last word was uh yeah, no, it looks it looks bad final fantasy 16 fuck yeah we don't even need to like, we've talked we about it so much this game looks so awesome we didn't even need this trailer no i you're actually, <coughs> um Good on Sony. They paid, and I really expected this to be at uh, Microsoft. Uh, Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Uh, multi-platform game. Remedy tends to do stuff with, uh, especially lately with Microsoft. Uh, I think Microsoft was the one that first showed Alan Wake 2. Um, but, hey, good on them for having it here. Doesn't mean we won't have it at both. Um, I wish I could play this. Uh, they did confirm this was all done on a PS5, the whole thing, and it looked absolutely gorgeous yeah no it also looks fucking terrifying yes they have confirmed this is an actual like survival horror game and that ain't my bag <laughs> i will be spooky i will read about mm. the story of this game because i love control and want to play in that world but i can't play this game it t- watching the trailer scared me mm. it's out october 17th but what if the uh sole way of killing enemies was with a time knife God, yeah, time knife. Just saying. I love Remedy. I fucking love Remedy so much. Uh, and then another shocker that it was here, not that we saw the game. Uh, it was, I thought it'd be happening in three weeks. At Ubisoft Showcase uh, was Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yep. This game is what it was reported to be. It looks like we're getting not a remake of Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, but like, they went back to Assassin's Creed 1 and 2 formula. Yeah, this is the Ezio Trilogy style of gameplay, which, you know, probably overall the most fun I've had with the series is, like... Been <coughs> <coughs> an Assassin's Creed play. Yeah, you were Black Flag and uh, Black Flag Odyssey. And that's in that same style. And I liked Odyssey a lot. I really liked it. I liked Valhalla a lot. Or not Odyssey, sorry. Odyssey was a slip. Uh, Origins... You liked Origins a lot, yeah. And uh, Valhalla a lot. lot. I did, because I have problems. <laughs> that game goes but, places. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it does. Pythagoras. But, you, you were telling me stories about that, and it was Transformers first night all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I played about eight hours of that game and went, nah, this ain't for me. I couldn't Transformers that game to save my life. Assassin's Creed Mirage intrigues me. The fact that it's a 15-hour contained story really intrigues me. Yeah, I could totally fall into that and platinum it. Like, 100%. Revenant Hill. Yeah, here we go. This is what I pulled it up. Tell me about it. Oh, man. The year is 1919. After the barn he was living in burns down, Twigs the Cat takes up residence in a wet log near an abandoned graveyard. When the owl from the next hill over starts demanding rent, Twigs must find a way to make ends meet. And things just get more complicated from here. 
grow crops to sell at the secret market or use for your own purposes, put down roots, run through fields and the trees, watch the seasons pass, make friends with the neighbors who become family and also make enemies. That's the unavoid or that's unavoidable sometimes. Figure out what ghosts want, host increasingly ambitious parties for witches and demons and other things that don't have proper names, get tangled up in the world of uh in the world uh in the midst of violent change, build a community by accident, square down with a possum eat mice, learn to write, cobble together some hexes and charms, do dangerous things with your new friends and jolt or jot it down in your journal, see the world or at least the stranger parts of it, meet whatever it is that lives there, work your way up the ladder towards your dream job of a fully licensed familiar. Times are hard, making ends meet is harder. The world doesn't stop until the or at the end of the graveyard. Something big and dark is, is at work in towns, factories, and forests all over the hills. At some point, someone is going to have to push back, and they can't do it alone. Meet the glorious society. <laughs> I'm so in for this game. You're I am in on this. You're a cat who's trying to make it and meet and become a witch's familiar. So, the minute I saw that cat, I went, this is a night in the woods guy. It is um, very much a night in the woods guy, which I thought had to disappear. Um, all right, so I do have, I went in, I did some Googling. This is the Night in the Woods developers. Is it the good Night in the Woods guys and not the original guy? There was three of them. They fired the one guy that was accused of sexual assault. All right. Has, it, I don't want to take this down a bad road, but he committed suicide last year. Oh. Oh. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, it seems like he did some bad things, but it seems like he had some serious troubles. Getting yeah. away from that... Call if you need help. Just want to throw that out there. Um, Night in the Woods was a fucking delight. Um, I know you liked it a lot. It was it was genuinely funny. It was a poignant game. It was uh, it was a it was everything an indie game should be. <coughs> and the fact that I know that this is from most of the team that brought me that really, and then considering that trailer was fun and that description you just read was fucking hilarious. Uh, Awesome. I, I'm very in on this game. Yeah. In Revenant Hill, you strive to build an egalitarian community. We here at the Glory Society, Glory for short, we strive to build an egalitarian workplace. The Glory Society, Glory for short. That's the name of the developer. I'm fucking here for the Glory Society. It sounds like a fucking the boys villain. Uh <laughs> That's actually really fucking accurate. Uh, I'm very here for this game. I'm excited. The dialogue in the woods made that game. It was really fucking like witty and funny, and uh, it made that game work. And I I hope to see that in this. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink next. Yep, I'm gonna. I, I am with you. Anime ass anime game. There's 900 of them a year. 100. Street Fighter Six. I you know I am probably gonna play that game. At least a little bit, because Dave is very a giant Street Fighter 2 fan. Um, but there's only one fighting game that has my heart this year. That's correct. We, Mortal Kombat was not at this showcase. And I am bought in on all three fighting games coming out this year, though. The, <coughs> <coughs> what? You're a Tekken boy? I'm saying it like it's on my fucking fantasy critic, Lee. Oh, yeah, you I forgot about that. Um, uh, but I also do enjoy Tekken, yes. I like the idea of Street Fighter Six. Whether they pull it off or not, I don't know. I'm worried that they do because this was a high draft pick for you, 
And I like the previews have been good, but the proof is in the pudding when we see how the hub world stuff works for them. The uh, dialogue in this trailer made me slightly concerned for quality's sake. But awful. hey, how much of a story do you need in a in a Street Fighter game? The game comes out in a few weeks. They didn't show gameplay. <laughs> I mean, they've shown that there was a live beta this week. I know, but you showed it at a conference. Yeah, well, you know, just had to remind people it's coming out. What the fuck? I don't know. Ultros. This is the... I thought I was on acid watching Dead Cells. Ah, yeah, Dead Cells. Colorful Day of the Dead Cells. Maybe it's good? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Is it Ultros? That's what I thought. Uh, yep. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. A psychedelic sci-fi side-scroller. I don't... If this is not... A roguelike, then what are they doing? This screams roguelike. Anyways, uh, yeah, I w- that's about as much as we can describe it. Loop-based it- gameplay mechanic means that across multiple runs, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, it's roguelike. Mm. Um, it's the, the only thing I don't like about this. <coughs> it has that 2D cutout animation style that sucks, in my opinion. It's ugly to look at, like, where it looks like each piece of a thing that's being animated is like a piece of cardboard like almost like south park like okay when they showed yeah. like a monster at the end and you're fighting like that boss or whatever it was like his head moved back and like the rest of his body didn't move and his head moved in a weird independent like paper mache way it's like weird to say but i hate it i get your point it doesn't it doesn't bother me it just depends on it and this just game looks could, bad in my eyes yeah the game could go either way for me i don't know uh I don't love that art style. Like I was like, this is too much. I don't like it. I feel weird watching it. There's a whole lot going on. But I've been proven wrong before. Um, so yeah, who knows? Um, Tower of Fantasy, another anime ass anime open world game that I. It's a cyberpunk fantasy game. Sure. Um, All right. I don't. Remember this does anything. nothing for me. And I thought the. Graphically, it looked terrible, but people were excited for Dragon's Dogma 2. Oh, you thought it looked terrible graphically? Yeah. That's crazy to me. I thought it looked really good. Maybe I, maybe my stream dropped in quality at the time. And I, some other people were saying it looked bad. I don't know. Again, maybe it's a stream thing. I, But people were very excited. And I like Gene Park, was to, he was like, listen, Dragon's Dogma is about gameplay. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And I was like, okay. Um I've never played Dragon's Dogma. I didn't know that it had the cult following it does. People freaked out about this, and I was yeah, like... people love... I didn't play it either, but people love Dragon's Dogma. I was like, okay, um, this is a multi-platform game, um, which also actually surprised me. This doesn't seem like an Xbox game. Um, I'm watching it in 4K right now. I thought I think it looks pretty it, good. Like I said, my stream might have legit like had some issues at that point. I don't know. It looked grainy and like... PS like early PS4 ish. <coughs> oh wow. Um, I'll have to rewatch it. But, uh, no shade. I know nothing about. Dra- I knew the name Dragon's Dogma, and that's it. And people were excited for it. So good on you. Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted Two is in late 2023. Do we need to? We don't need to talk about that, right? Did you know that that was a VR game? Uh, no, I didn't know that started the VR block. Yep. No one I- did until you read it on the blog. Wow, I thought Resident Evil started it. Okay, well, sure. Hey, VR, make something that's not a rhythm-based or horror game. There's a first-person stealth shooter that's going to be talked about. The only good one. 
Maybe. Mm. And like, I mean, Beat Saber is dope, but yeah, I it's oh, yeah, yeah. I, I give give me Beat Saber mm. and then anything else. Moss. I I like what Moss does. Give do more games like Moss. Anyways, yeah. Um, this is a big get. This is a big Resident Evil 4 VR mode. That's awesome. Yeah, we knew it. They they had actually previously announced it, but it yeah, was nice to see. You've got to do your VR block. I I hope they support this for years to come. If it's a thing, it's not doing great for them. It's not doing terrible. They sold they've sold six hundred thousand of them. That was in their um, they did their earnings report today. That's not uh, that's not nothing. Um, Seven billion dollars based on its pricing. Yeah, but it feels mm. it feels I don't it just doesn't feel like VR is ever going to take off for them in its current state. But I was I like VR. I like the idea of VR. I bought a PSVR the first time and then they never supported it. So if you bought this, I really hope they fucking keep supporting it just for I mentioned got a PSVR for Star Wars Squadrons and Iron Man VR, and I beat neither of those two games. God, Squadrons would have been so much better in VR. It sucked in not VR. <laughs> it had moments in VR, but I don't know. It was I, I was playing it, and I was like, oh, this game was clearly supposed to be in VR. Um, Arizona Sunshine 2? Nah. I, 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 know zomb- the, I know the franchise, but nah, I'm good. A zombie game that talked about Fred a lot. And then, hey, PlayStation has Crossfire now. <laughs> I don't know that that's the same Crossfire as the funny part. It is. It is, is cro- it? It's Crossfire. It, that is Smilegate. Enjoy your shit. Hey, I ain't got shit to do with that. I said for fucking minute one. I want, It's so popular in Korea, and I was like, oh, it's pretty good. It's not. It's fucking awful. You know what else is popular in Korea? Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vietnam. Neither do I because I'm not in Korea. I yeah, God, Crossfire for Xbox is one of the worst games I've ever played, and that's when you can actually play it. Can we change the name of the bounds? Oh, God damn it. Crossfire Sierra Squad was the name of this. Synapse coming out on the Fourth of July. This looks all right. It's a on Rails VR shooter. Um, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it looks almost like uh, oh shit! What was the uh, Switch game last year that I said you would get addicted to? Uh, Kirby. No, it should have been. Uh, anyways, I don't know. Uh, I'll look that up one day. Uh, it was like the call, like the finger, like you. It was time trials. You used. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, white, uh, neon white. Neon white. Thank you. This not exactly like neon white, but it had a feel of it. Uh, anyways, I hope it's good. Um, I not pos- I think this is already a game, and it's just coming to PSVR. I just built a giant railgun in Zelda. Good job. Of course you did. Beat Saber. Uh, that should have been yeah, on, man. but at least it's on now. It's also a free upgrade if you had it on PSVR one. Good. It should be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and then we were done with VR. Thank God. It was yes. mercifully short. Bungie's bringing Marathon back. Yeah, they are. Uh, from th- like 30 years ago. Their pre-Halo game. Um, yes, that they've changed the style of because possibly is it, it looked too much like Halo originally. Like Halo, Halo like, re- like if you want to find their origins of Halo, it's Marathon, which I've never played, but I knew about. And then I've since been like looking up information on them. I'm like, oh, this game just became Halo eventually. 
Yeah. That's how that works. Uh, yeah. um, it, it's a real rainblood town of whatever story. I was... <laughs> there you go. So this game is multi-platform, which shocks <coughs> Being live service, it shouldn't. I mean, even when you're studio-owned, this is a game you want as many... Live service means you want the biggest player base who's going to spend money. So that's why it's multi-platform is my feelings on that. Yeah. Uh, um, and that's great. Uh, I don't hate that. This was CG. It, I don't know much. Uh, they put out a blog post. This is a PvP um, uh, extraction-based shooter. So think uh, like Tarkov or uh, the, the uh, Rainbow Six um game which might have been called extraction i think it was hey, wait, uh, is this again uh this is a marathon marathon yeah, yeah okay it's an extraction based mm-hmm. shooter um actually i cool uh bungie's an awesome developer and i will give this game a try um and then destiny 2 the final shape so i'm guessing by that that means it is uh the final destiny 2 expansion which i thought um the last one was the last one but I guess it's this. Um, this will be multi-plat because, again, Destiny 2. Uh, if you're a Destiny 2 fan, you were excited because Cade was back, um, which is Nathan Fillion's character. And that's yes. it. Yeah. Then, um, there's nothing like teasing a different conference or whatever in the middle of the conference you're in. Right? I hate when that happens. Um, and then... Uh, we both wrote, basically, here we go, because Firewalk Studios appeared on their logo, which is one of the big new acquisitions from Sony. It's a new new studio that they acquired to, to make them a first-person sh- uh, shooter game. And then they showed about generously 20 minutes of nothing CGI, and it's called uh, Concord. And we don't. it's in 2024, supposedly, which it won't be, and we don't know a fuck all about it. Yep, pretty much. That that is one of my biggest. Mi- I was I went from so excited to what? Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know how that that was like their decision. Just don't. <laughs> we don't know anything about the tone of that game. Just don't show that. Like I would way rather you not show that. And even if I'm still bitching on my worst Firewalk, all that, I'd rather have that than that. Yeah, fuck that. And then maybe worse, Gran Turismo movie trailer. I still hold that that movie does not look bad, but I get it. But also, come on. I hear you. I wrote this down. I don't remember. Oh, no, no. I do know what this is. Uh, so Project Q uh, it is their new streaming device. Um, so this is basically what people are comparing to a Wii U, and I don't get it. And your brother had a post about uh, uh, this is, you know. I like knock off of the Wii U and I was like, you stop it. The Wii U is the worst system that's ever been made. Uh, and I mean that that's not how literally just it's PlayStation's backbone. Yes. I was like, I never got to write this to you because things started happening fast, but I was like, what a slap in the face to backbone on the day they came with Android PlayStation controller. And then like PlayStation was like, we made our own. Um, so this is literally just an eight-inch screen. So thank your Switch that has a backbone controller like piecemealed on the side of it for you to do crossplay. I looked up the Concord trailer, and the first comment I saw was, "This might have well have been a sentence." 
what the fuck? Uh, I w- Sony in their earnings call did say they were hoping to get into more cloud-based stuff. I hope that's true. If they do, I might actually buy Project Q. I don't know if I would use this enough inside my own home, which is what, um, forgive me, what's this called? When you stream off your Wi-Fi inside the your home on PlayStation. Remote play. Yeah. Remote play, you have to be in your house still. It's not cloud-based. It's not take anywhere. It is, <coughs> uh, oh, hmm. my wife is in the TV, so I'm going to go lay in bed and play uh, my playstation game on my phone it looks comfortable enough to hold which is what i like it does it's got a full size it's full grip control um it looked like what i've revolutionized the switch for me and my hori uh controller like it feels like a real fucking controller i'm sure this looks great i hope this is under 200 dollars, or i will or it's insane to me i'm gonna buy the earbuds though and then yeah they announced playstation earbuds which i feel like it feels so Apple-ish, but also maybe Sony to me. Do you think that thing's going to have a headphone jack, or do you think that they're going to make you either play music off of it or buy the earbuds to get to get headphones off of that? I would have a hard time believing that it doesn't have Bluetooth. At least, okay, yeah, it'll at least have Bluetooth. I was just thinking, could you plug in, like, actual headphone jack into the thing? But it should have Bluetooth. You're right, you're right. Yeah. They don't have to have Bluetooth for the earbuds to work. Because like, I feel like the earbuds are being made mainly for this. Yeah. I mean, the, it's a miss to have this as their, like, suppo- like not even supposed to, but kind of handheld. Um, I'd rather see an actual dedicated handheld. I would, too, but I don't think they'll ever do it just because they ate their lunch so bad on the last two, really. And... Sony, not Sony, Nintendo just basically dominates that market, and then they made a console that also did it, and good, more power to them. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I would like to see this be the precursor to them getting into cloud gaming and offering Play Anywhere, which is what xCloud is on Xbox, Yeah. which I think is one of the few things that Xbox is like ahead of the game on. And logistically i don't know how like realistic that is i do know like there's console warriors on the internet that's not real life in real life like sony microsoft actually like lends servers to sony for like cloud-based stuff i know that like they work together more (coughs) so i hope that cloud gaming is never going to be the way to game but i hope that is a viable option for everybody on every major platform within the next five years and yeah Hopefully that's what Project Q becomes. Because if it's just remote play, I just don't know if I use it enough to justify ever buying one. Agreed. Um, And then they closed the show with Spider-Man 2, which I thought would open it. So it's not... I was disappointed that that was the big thing because it's something we knew about. But at the same time, holy fuck, this looked good. It looks so good. It looks gorgeous, first of all. Yeah, it does. Man... Did you notice when, so, the big reveal, like, Spider-Man, it's not Venom, at least not at the beginning of the game, like, it's Spider-Man in his black suit with the symbiote on, not symbiote, you fucks, um, he, 
every time they showed it, if you look at it, like the suit is moving on him. Yeah. It's so cool, man. But it is totally Grand Theft Auto Five. Like, oh, I want to see where Miles is at. I, at least it looks this way. Oh, switch to Miles. I hope it's not on rails of like when you switch up. I really think it'll be. Oh, I'm going to switch players now. And if it is that, which it appears to be, hell yeah. And this game looks so gorgeous. I love the fact that we get angry Peter because he's wearing the black <coughs> and affecting his emotions. And uh, Craven looks cool. The Hunter, we've got an ex- what appears to be an expanded New York that gets out into the suburbs. Um, hell yeah. There's no, I, 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 this game is everything I was hoping it would be. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, right? It was, it's a, I really loved the look of it when Miles was, like, walking around in the stealth area. Like, the lighting was really good, and the the character models there, the environments are fantastic. And then the action is just, like, so well handled at a fast pace. Like, it's incredible to see, like, Mm -hmm. the action in this kind of style. And the, the Venom, the symbiote powers are so cool looking in the beginning of that trailer. Um... I do find I do want to know how much you're going to be playing as Black Suit Spider Man. I think it's a lot. I think it's way more than I thought we would. Me too. Because they teased it with Venom to begin with, but like. But here, I, here's why I, I saw this and I was like, you know what? That may be a good thing. It gives. I know Miles and Peter are different in their suits. Like he's got a shock power, his cloak power. It's not enough of a difference to make it worthwhile playing as two different characters i having peter in his black suit the whole game mm-hmm. at least if not most of the game at least gives you two totally different feels for the whole game yeah um man yeah just like looking at like the brutality of his combat too is like it really fits with the character like yeah it's- as a comic nerd i was I was like, oh, you're doing this right. Like, immediately. Like, within, like, 30 seconds of this trailer, once Peter appeared in the black suit, I was like, oh, they did this right. They did this the way I would want them to do. Like, he, it's basically prototype meets Spider-Man. Like, when he shot out the two webs and, like, slammed the dude against the side of the house and then slammed him the other way and then grabbed the four guys at once and slammed them down. Like, he's just nonstop, like, just destruction. I've always wanted to play Prototype. I understand that I shouldn't, but I... W- prototype I've- 1 is a good game. Prototype 2 is a terrible game. <laughs> I've heard that. Most but people like, slander Prototype 1 now, though. I don't know. But, like, yeah, man, the, like, speed that Miles was flying around this city and how pretty it looks. I like him making... The wingsuit. Uh, the wingsuit was dope, and <laughs> I stand by the fact that we played just cause to prepare for this. Yeah, it's fair. Just cause 3 is so much fucking fun. Just Cause 4 was not. Uh, map. Huh? 100% of that map didn't touch the story. <laughs> that's, that's so fucking awesome. And the most <laughs> Just Cause thing of all time. <laughs> I think I did two story missions. Oh, God. That game's just pure fucking fun. Man, it's the, the, the moves they show Miles do in the stealth stuff, too. Like, the creating the web line and then the creating that's the what I was off of it. I love, please, give more. Thank you for that i i've been wait i was like why can i not create a web to walk on like it was dumb and uh, i get game development's hard but i i was like oh thank you you made the common sense thing you should have tears of the kingdom has ruined me now though because all i want to do is see crazy intricate webs being designed by people 
Tears of the Kingdom is not fair because you can do anything you want in Tears of the Kingdom. Literally you play, anything. You can play Spider-Man. I guarantee it. it. It's sorcery. The best. God, oh, it man. really Nintendo makes shit that, like, for as weird as a fucking company as they are, as many dumb decisions they make, they can make Tears of the Kingdom, which nobody else can make that game. Imagine if Tears of the Kingdom had the power of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox behind it. That's actually a not a bad point. The fact that that game runs on Switch is insane. Yeah, and imagine it looked even like... And the fact that Pokemon and fucking imagine the fact that Pokemon and Bayonetta three ran like shit pisses me off no end. Yeah, man, it's incredible. And like Tears of the Kingdom, like we we talked about the PlayStation conference. It was obviously we've we've given grades. It was disappointing. There's a lot of fun stuff to talk about, but it's just it lacked the stuff that makes it a showcase and not not what it's not how Sony got where they are right now. Um, but to get on Tears of the Kingdom, like, it has its performance issues. Like, there's definitely stuttering that happens. I haven't noticed it a ton, but it definitely happens. Yeah, and not nothing bad. <clears throat> but, yeah, like, the seamlessness, the worst that's happened to me is when I speed through going down to the chasm or going down to the depths, it, there definitely is, like, a five-second frozen screen moment. Yeah. If I hold down. Um, but it doesn't go to a load screen. The loads are long if you're fast traveling a lot, which I do uh, right now. Um, but like, exploring. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I went. The first thing I did was I unlocked all the towers. I'm working like, on. Slowly but surely, trying to at least get the majority of the light route map open. But there's 120 light routes. What? Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah, almost all of them, by the way, I found out are like directly below shrines, and I love that. So, actually, if you have all the shrines, you can find out where the light routes are. Oh, cool. That doesn't take you much time. <laughs> right. Um, also, it's basically Korok poop uh, is the um, reward you get for all the shrine or all the light routes. Of course. You get, you get a medal that doesn't do anything. I just want to be able to see. That's all I want. So, I'm going to use other stuff to see because of I've, my nice little glitch. I've built the favorite little everyone's. Oh, the um, the glitch. Oh, no, I oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. so many things that will make myself glow and be able to see. Um, I have adopted the Internet's favorite flying machine, which is just a flat fan, a steering stick, and then a fan. It basically is like a flying motorcycle. Right. And you just throw a uh, giant light route or um, giant um, bright seat on it. Yeah. yeah. And you just fly around and you can you illuminate everywhere around you and you go to the dark spots and you look for the red. And it's, like, super low battery usage and efficient, so you could just kind of go through the underground with no problem whatsoever. I don't like gloom. Yeah. (coughs) Um, Gloom is difficult to deal with. Uh, The line of fights that I had to do were in the depths, so any damage they did to me was gloom. And I had to fight for them in a row. You didn't mention that. Yeah, no, I had to. I went and got the Hylian shield, and I put a diamond on it to give it basically indestructible. And then I put a diamond on my master sword. Yeah, you did. Got real good at headshotting Lionels. Turns out, um, honestly, what I should have done is I should have put a wing on my shield because that allows you, if you do the shield surf, 
um, mm-hmm. with a wing attached to your shield, you jump higher at first. So then you can go into the slow motion with the uh, bow and arrow midair instead of, point. yeah. Man, the strategies that exist in that game are stupid. I there's a, The point is, is I don't think I've completed mm-hmm. half of the shrines I've done in the way that they were intended to be completed. But the, I don't also, know that they were intended to be completed anyway. They gave me the freedom to complete it however the fuck I wanted to. And yeah, I don't care. Half the time, it's just build something that's really long. And that's fine. And You're supposed I, to use recoil or recall a lot, apparently. Yeah, so I'm not... Like, I'm not good with... Like, I know it's weird to say. I'm not, like, good with Legos. I can follow... I've never been someone that can creatively create stuff. It's not how my brain works. Um... So I was a bit worried going into this, but it's so easy that I just, <coughs> like, it's just, I can easily snap stuff together and I'm like, oh, I can just do this and I'll figure it out. Like, bravo, man. I, I, I love the quote, like what's come out that this game was ready a year ago and they delayed it simply just to make sure all of the physics like ran without a hitch because the game mattered so much on that. And they fucking nailed it. I mean, like yeah. this game is should be studied for 10 years on, like, how in the fuck they made this game run. And, like, if you haven't gone after the memories yet, you need to. It's the best way to involve the story. I have um, six. Have you watched them all? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I've watched every one I've got. Uh, like, yeah, I've, I was going to suggest not watching them until you have them in order. I did find... I actually like the... I, I like the... I found them out of order in Breath of the Wild. I'll, I'm fine with it in here. Um, I did find, so I had a story mission and the first one I went to do, I found Impa pretty early on and she sent me, I found the forgotten temple and went in there. Yeah. And did, so I found the map room, but I don't have the ability to take a picture with my Puripad yet to copy the map. So I can't complete that quest, but I did see where all the other, so I know where they all are. I just have to, and they're pretty much where you would think they'd be. I mean, um, just go into the sky and find them. Yeah, that's the other thing. Also, this game is so fucking big that I can't imagine it. I knew that it was Hyrule, which was big, and I knew they were out in the sky. We didn't know about the underground, and the underground is literally just another Hyrule. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. I've only been down there once. Um, I was terrified at first, but I'm used to it now. I was. It's weird. I started the last time. I played the least of me, you, and Tori, who were in a group, and... I was just like, the first time I found the chasm, I was like, I'm fucking going for it. And I just dove in and I was like, oh, my God, this is huge. And I'm so scared. But this is awesome. I was like, oh, no, I think it's just the whole map like this. And it is. Yeah, that is. It's sorcery. Your wizards, Nintendo, at least it's the crazy. Team. I don't understand and the Mario it. team, probably. Yeah. And the and the Kirby team, which is maybe better than the Mario team. Just gonna throw that out there. I love that you haven't caught. Yeah. What would you say? Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna talk so much more about Zelda in the coming weeks. Um, I do know we'll be coming to you in about. Two weeks uh, when we will be going over the Xbox show. We may or may not talk about the Ubisoft show the next night. Uh, I'm traveling that week. Uh, but I know, I'm hoping we can get together. PlayStation, do your showcase, even if it's disappointing. Do it on the weekends so people can get together for it. I would love that. Not four o'clock on a Wednesday. 
Um, but Xbox is going to be on a Sunday, and I'm hoping at least maybe we can watch it together. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Yeah, and then we'll record some reacts to that, and hopefully it's uh, better than this. And this is really a good time for Xbox to pounce after they've had a fuck ton of negative press. Um, it's uh, This is the first negative thing for Sony in like 18 months, and it's a really good time for them to jump on it. And then, but I can't help but think from like an Xbox, like known fan I saw on Twitter, who's like a games journalist who loves Xbox. I can't remember who it was, uh, but I remember thinking, oh man, he's right. He's like, never underestimate Xbox's chance to fuck up the chance to <laughs> pounce. It's just, yeah, the same basic thing that Mike said too. It's like, <laughs> have they shown me, or he's like, can they put something together better than this? Absolutely. Have they shown me they will? Not at all. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We <laughs> them do a really good conference two years ago. You've got the studios. You've got the games. My God, it's the time to do it. Uh, they're they're like, oh my God, like if they don't pounce on the opportunity, I don't know what what that company is. I I'm with you, and we will either be praising them or I will be just fucking yelling in about two weeks, and you'll hear us then, folks. Until then, stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.